the Sport Industry Access Podcast, Episode 17. What attitude do you need to work in the sports industry? to another episode of the Sport Industry Access Podcast. I'm your host, Ed Bowers. As always, my goal each week is to provide you a special guest who can inspire and encourage you to be the best you can be in your current profession. Now, if this is your first time listening to the show and you haven't been able to listen to the last 16 episodes, I highly recommend it. And I hope it can really improve your access in starting a career in the sports industry. Now, relating back to today's show, today's special guest is Paul Brighton. Paul is currently the CEO of Entourage Sport and Entertainment. Before setting up the company, he was a professional tennis player, which led him working in the sports industry, working for iconic companies like Octagon and SoccerX. It has been his hard work ethic and grafting attitude which has led him to where he is today. That's why in today's episode we'll be talking about what attitude you need to work in the sports industry. Paul, it's a privilege to have you on the show. Please can you share your sports career journey to the listeners? When did it all start? Ed, thanks for, for inviting me on. Um, I know it's taken a little bit of time, but I appreciate you uh, you plowing away so that we can get get going. Um, yeah, I mean, my, my sports journey is, um, I guess, different to everyone else's out there. You know, everyone has their own uh, um, history and, and how they got involved. I mean, mine started with a, a personal passion. Um, obviously, I played, uh, you know, tennis um, on, on the tour at a, a low level, but, you know, I, I traveled the world, um, you know, played on the ITF tour. Um, and and through that, you know, I, I, I understood that I 100% wanted to be involved in the sports industry going forward. Um, and, you know, I needed to figure out how, how I could do that. Um, you know, I didn't attend university. Um, you know, I attended the University of Life, as I like to say. You know, I had to book my own travel, find my own sponsorship, um, you know, get the best hotel rates. And, you know, these were all skill sets that... At the time, I probably didn't know or realise that I was acquiring. However, in the long term, it, it stood me in very good stead. Um, you know, I, I finished playing, you know, as, as a lot of people do, you know, when they don't quite make it to the level that, that, that you know, you can earn a living out of or, you you know, you wanted to when you dreamed of and aspired to from being a child. And I was, I was stuck with, I guess, the question that, that everyone has is, what next? What to do? Um... You know, and for me, it was just a question of of, of hard work. Um, you know, putting myself out there, um, speaking to as many companies as possible. Um, because without that, I wouldn't be where I here where I am today. Um, you know, it's 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 a very very uh, progressive industry. Um, I mean, I, 
I'm sure like a lot of your listeners and, and, you know, like yourself as well, Ed, you know, when you're younger, you, you believe that the sports industry is all about being a sports agent, you know, the old Jerry Maguire cliche, show me the money. Um, yes, obviously that's a, a part of the industry, but it's a small part of the industry. Um, and in reality, uh, today we, you know, we're faced with a, a burgeoning industry that's, you know, transferring you know, ever more to, to social media and, and, and digital. Um, and, and, you know, at the time I had no idea. Um, so for me, it was kind of, oh, let me speak to all the, all the top UK sports agencies, tell them a bit about myself and see, see what I can do. Um, you know, after a number of weeks of, of not only emailing, but calling every single one doorstepping, um, I finally got an opportunity to, to do an internship at Octagon, um, you know, one of the biggest agencies in the world. Um, but it was an unpaid role. Um, you know, it was six months. It was a large commitment. You know, when you, when you're not earning any, any money, it's, uh, you know, it's a large commitment, but I took on another job to, uh, um, be able to cover my expenses at the weekends. Um, and that was really the start of my journey, you know, and, uh, you know, again, it's, it's, it's a mixture of timing, luck, hard work, dedication, getting yourself out there, spreading your network. Um, because without that, you know, again, I'd, I'd probably be coaching tennis today. Yeah, absolutely right, Paul. And it's great to hear that you were self-driven within yourself. But just looking back to when you were a tennis player, would you mind explaining to the listeners how tough it is to be on tour? Oh, I mean, I, I think playing sports uh, at any any level, and be it semi-professional, be it professional, is one of the hardest things in the world. Um, you know, uh, people don't really appreciate, I think, you know, they see the very top, the creme de la creme of, of, of the industry and the, and the work that goes into making that person being one of the best in the world is, is just huge. Um, you know, I trained from the age of six years old. You know, I moved to America at the age of 12 or 13. You know, trained at IMG Boletari Academy in Florida, um, played on the junior ITF tour. Um, you know, had a few injuries, didn't manage to kind of get to where I wanted to, but still kept plugging away. Um, and people don't realize that, you know, it's not just the guys that get to the top that have done, you know, six, seven, eight hour training day since the age of seven, but it's all the guys that don't make it as well. Um, and it, it's, you know, I think tennis is, is, you know, probably I'd say it's the most comparable to, to, to golf, um, you know, or maybe even to, to boxing. But even so, I, I kind of believe, you know, and again, I might be biased that tennis is tougher because when you're on that court, you don't have anyone else with you. You know, it's not like in, in golf where you've got a caddy or in, uh, you know, and I've had many arguments with my friends who are, who are ex-golfers to, uh, you know, which is the toughest sport. But, you know, you're out there, you're on your own, you know, you're traveling to some of the toughest places on earth, you know, to try and, uh, you know, earn a few hundred dollars or, you know, earn world ranking points, uh, be it juniors or seniors. Um, and there's a lot of good people out there. There's a lot of very, very good people out there, you know, and similarly to, um, you know, business, um, the guys that make it, the guys that, you know, have the, the fortune to have the right physical attributes, um, you know, mixed with a certain amount of, you know, God-given talent, as they say, but plus the work rate, the dedication, the mental commitment, um, you know, and the, and, and the timing and, the, and, the, and you know, the, the, the fortune, as we say, of, you know, which tournament they show up to or, you know, which wild card they get or... You know, it's 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 extremely hard. It's extremely hard and demoralising because if you're not top ten in the world, you're losing more matches than you're winning. 
you know so imagine that in any career in the world anything you're doing that you're getting hit back um more than more than you um you know than you're being successful and i guess that's where for me i developed a very thick skin and i've transferred that into my business career you know to work in a in a commercial in a sales environment because similarly you know you speak to a lot of people and you know you do maybe 10 or 20 percent of of the deals that you're working on you know might actually come off so would you say it was that tennis career experience which gave you a good life experience with regards to where you are now you learn a lot of lessons from a sport environment because it's very tough did you think well if that was tough work in the business industry or sports industry will be the same but you know how to cope with pressures like that yeah, I mean, I think it's a mixture. I think it's a mixture between, you know, thankfully I had a, a good education, a, a very good, uh, you know, upbringing at home, some very good role models around me. Um, you know, I was fortunate enough to, to you know, similarly to yourself, I had to be uh, exposed to, uh, you know, uh, a part of society at Wentworth uh, Tennis Club, uh, part of the Wentworth uh, Golf and Country Club. Um, you know, that you have a lot of successful people there. You know, and, and, and these, these are, you know, things, again, that at the time you probably don't notice, but the conversations you have with them, it rubs off on you, you know, the amount they work, the amount they travel, um, the, the, the dedication they had to put in to get to where they are to be able to spend the money on a very expensive membership at a, at a, at a club like that and to be able to have the, let's say, the, the finer things in life. Um, you know, it, it's something that... that you know, that was a big part of my upbringing, you know, and I met a lot of people from different industries, you know, be it the finance sector, be it the legal sector, um, you know, media, medical, whatever, you know, that were at the pinnacle of their of their game, you know, and again, there was no, you know, no one really there that you'd go, oh, this guy got lucky, you know, um, they've all worked very hard to, to be where they are. Um, and, and kind of going back to, to you know, obviously the family side the 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 part of Wentworth and then obviously yes having to leave your home at the age of 12 13 years old a lot of kids go to boarding school but not many kids go to boarding school in a different continent you know let alone a different country um and I think that that toughened me up you know it toughened me up and you know I, I learned a lot about myself during that um that time um and and you know, playing on the tour and, you know, again, you're playing in your local county, you know, you think you're, I guess, a lot better than you are and then suddenly you start travelling around the world and playing junior ITF tournaments and realise actually there's some Romanian kid or Australian guy who's, you know, that much better than you. Um, you know, and you have to learn to handle adversity, you know, which which is a massive part of, of, of any business, you know, not just the sports industry, but massive amounts of adversity. You know, you have to learn how to, um, you know, take rejection being knocked back um you know maybe someone gets a promotion that you are hoping that you'd get maybe your 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 work isn't valued as highly as you believe that it is um you know but they're all lessons that you can you know you can take from from you know other areas of your life and for me that was tennis you know uh you know i'd play a certain way on the practice court and sometimes i wouldn't translate into what i'd do in a match you know and you've spent thousands of dollars flying to the caribbean or to north africa to compete in these tournaments and you lose your first match you know, and it's, it can be the same with, with business. You can spend a lot of time. You know, we, we, we travel the world, attend events, meet with clients, and sometimes we spend a lot of money and, you know, unfortunately the, the deal doesn't happen. Um, you know, and again, I've, 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 I've learned how to handle that adversity and, and deal with that through my tennis career and then obviously, you know, I guess just, uh, you know, through my business career as well. I think you've just highlighted a key point, Paul, with regards to adversity. 
even in my journey at the moment and what I'm doing. And it's a, I think people don't want those rejections, but sometimes you learn from them as well. Now, relating to today's main topic, what attitude do you need to be able to work in the sports industry? It's an interesting question that I'll try and draw down a little bit because it's quite a, you know, an, an open one. I think in general, you need to, you know, the sports industry is a very competitive environment, highly competitive because of the, you know, the, the passion that is behind sports and the perks that are associated from working in the industry. Um, you know, you're not working as an accountant, you know, and I'm not, you know, having a go at accountants. My dad's an accountant, but you're not sitting behind a desk. 24 hours a day, um, you know, filling out spreadsheets. Thankfully, with the sports industry, you get to travel, you get to experience major events, um, you know, and, and I was doing that not just now, but, you know, in in the infancy of my of my career, let's say, you know, I, I got to go to major international sports events, you know, meet celebrities. So it's something that people who are outside the industry always see it as, oh, wow, you've got a great job, you've got a great gig. Um, and I think because of that, so many people want to get into it. So straight away, when you have a lot more competition, it becomes harder to, 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 to get into to any industry. I guess it's like university, you know, the better universities, um, you know, that more people apply to the harder it is to get a place and it's the same with 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 the work environment you know so you've got to um you've got to bring something different to the table you know it's it's, it's not you know the whole um cliche of hard work dedication you know getting yourself out there yes obviously it's a big part of it you, but you've got to bring something else to the party you know you've got to you know why why are you better than the the guy who got the same grade from you as a different university you know I'm an employer. You tell me. You know that's 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 kind of your job. But you know, I I I'm fortunate in 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 some respects that you know I I speak a foreign language. You know, I'm bilingual Portuguese. Have been since birth. But that was you know on a on a on a personal level. I had to translate that into the business environment. You know, um, I saw the opportunity around World Cup, around Olympic Games in Brazil, and 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 I worked for it. You know, it might not have worked out. Thankfully for me, it did. Um, but in, in, in reality, I don't think that was the only reason why, you know, why I've, I've kind of got to where I am today. You know, it, it, was, it was about showing every person that you met why you're different, why you're an asset to them. You know, you, you want to be that guy, I always say, that people talk about when you leave the room. You know, because everyone can sit down very nicely in front of you and say, oh, great guy, I really like you, fantastic. But you want to be that guy that everyone goes, oh, that, that, that Ed Bowers, he's, a, you know, he's unbelievable. You know, he's, uh, you know he's, he's such a hard worker. You know, he comes across really well. He's really helped me. You know, you want to be that guy. And, and I think that that's, that's, that's what we all kind of aspire to be. Um, and everyone's got to choose their own, their own pathway. But, you know, core values, like I said, of, of, of hard work, commitment, um, you know, it's not just a case of having a nice CV and, you know, getting a first from a good university. Because, you know, with all due respect to, 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 to education, a lot of people come out with that. You know, if, if I always look at it and say, right, I'm an employer today and I want to hire someone. I'm not just looking at where they did their degree or, or what they got in their degree. I want to know what's different about that person. What are they going to add to my business? You know, um, and, I, and I think that's that's fundamental. You know, for for anyone who's who's looking to to move forward into the sports industry. Paul, that's like music to my ears. You're absolutely right, and it's some something I'm trying to develop even on this show that the sports students who are actually just graduated at the moment. They need to apply what they learn and put it back in the industry to add value to the industry itself. Now, relating to your current role at the moment, would you mind explaining to the listeners what you're doing at the moment in regards to your new company? 
Um, yep. So myself and my my business partner, we we founded Entourage Sports and Entertainment uh, just over two years ago now. Um, the aim was to, I guess, take the uh, the relationships that we had um, and 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 maybe see some of the gaps in the market that uh, some of the bigger agencies. Um, you know, maybe the work wasn't big enough for them to to, to impact their bottom line. Um, we also saw that a lot of the smaller agencies tended to focus around one specific area, be that talent representation or or sponsorship or activation. Um, you know, we've kind of tried to take a larger agency model and fit it into a, a boutique structure. Um, so, you know, we operate a, across multiple different areas. Um, and I think, you know, people will be able to see that by, by our website and the, the stuff that we've been involved in from, you know, commercial deals for clubs you know to tv rights deals to you know athlete representation um commercial contracts appearances um right the way up to you know revenue generation products for clubs and also you know even pre-season friendlies so you know for a, a, a company as as let's say as as young as ours um and as small as ours because you know we don't have you know 50 members of staff and uh you know, um, as much as one day we hopefully will, um, you know, we, we do very well. And we, you know, all the guys, you know, the guys in the office, Ed, you know, they're, they're good guys. They're on the same wavelength. They all work hard. They all want the same goals and they want to be successful. And that's kind of our, our you know, our core driver for, for when we hire people. You know, we want people with that mentality and with that drive. You know, I'd rather take somebody, if I'm being honest with you, that doesn't have a university degree, but that's willing to, you know, knock down my door 24 hours a day to get five minutes to have a coffee with me than a guy who's got a, you know, a first from Cambridge and, you know, has got a family involved in the sports industry. You know, I think ultimately, you know, when when the uh, the chips are down, as they say, um, you want the guy on your side who's going to pick the phone call up at nine o'clock at night or ten o'clock at night. And, 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 and that's why I think we've, you know, maybe... I guess you could say overachieved in our in our relatively young um, you know startup of the business because we've had the right people involved. You know we uh, we're not resting on our laurels. We know we've got a long way to go, um, but you know just looking forward to 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 keep pushing. With regards to the clients you work with, is it one particular sport? No, it's multi sports. I mean, obviously football is. I'd say the core driver in the business. I just think it's it's the biggest industry right now. You know, let's say if we if we split the sports industry into micro industries of sports, um, you know, football is the the biggest revenue driver around the world. It's the you know the one sport I think that unites the planet. Um, you know, but we've done done work across rugby, across Formula One. Um, you know, so it's certainly not um, you know. Uh, an agency that that just focuses around around football but you know obviously it, it does tend to be the 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 sector that gets focused on the the most um you know so so i think it was kind of a natural transition as opposed to a focus of oh yeah we're going to focus on football um it's just something that that tends to happen that's really interesting just on a personal note though what motivates you the most in your day-to-day job i think two things one family hundred percent you know i want to give my family a good life um you know i want to work hard so that you know i can build something and maybe be able to to have more time to spend with my family with my kids um you know and and also just just personal pride you know i've always wanted to be 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 successful at everything i've done in my life um you know you can't always be the best so i don't like it when people use that phrase i want to be the best well how do you define the best you know unless you're number one in the world on the tennis tour or number one golfer and that changes every two months or every you know again it 
you know, not always, but it can change on a, on a monthly basis. So what is the best? I think you've got to be the best that you can be, um, you know, and I think you've got to be, you've got to be proud and you've got to stand up and be counted and, and, and ultimately say, look, I want to, I want to be successful, you know, and I think if you've, you've got that mentality, you'll find a way. You know, um, you know. I think anyone that, that can turn around and predict the future and say, where am I going to be in five years' time, ten years' time, I don't know. But I know that I'm still going to be grafting. I'm still going to be working hard. I'm still going to be, you know, trying to be as good and honest to people as I can be. Um, you know, I'm very fortunate that, you know, during the, the, the start-up of the business, we've had a lot of people that have just been very helpful, very nice, that have worked with me because of personal relationships. And we proved to them that, that it was it was a right move because we've delivered. Um, but, you know, without the support of those people, you know, it, it's it's difficult. It's a difficult industry to crack into. But, you know, there's there was some, you know, some tough times. First six, nine months, you know, cash flow, as, as, as any business owner will know, is, uh, is, 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 is not easy. Um, but you, you know, you just got to push through it. You know, you've got to push through it. And, and, you know, I think that's, that's transferable to people who are just looking for employment as well. You know, it might not be easy to, you know, if it was easy, everyone would do it. You know, it's not easy. You know, you need to come out of university and have a plan, have a goal, um, create a a strategy as to how you're going to get the role that you want, you know, because, you know, believe me, these guys have got databases. I mean, we've got, I was saying to, to you earlier, Ed, you know, we've just uh, sent out server, uh, you know, we're, we're looking for an intern at the moment. You know, I sent it out within half an hour. I had eight CVs just from one university, um, one university course uh, based here in London. So uh, when you look at that and, you know, I'm no IMG, I'm not Chelsea Football Club, I'm not Man United or, or, or CAA. Um, imagine how many applicants they've got and how many CVs they've got on file. Um, so again, how how are you gonna you know differentiate yourself from the from from the other hundreds or thousands or you know tens of thousands of people that are that are wanting to break into this this industry? Absolutely right. You've just highlighted how competitive it is, and I feel like we're at a great stage of the interview where I like to finish with an inspirational question. What advice would you give to a sport graduate? Who wants to pursue a career in the sports industry? Um, don't wait. Don't wait for anything. Um, be a go-getter. Go out there, you know, e- even if it's not your your natural um, persona. I mean, again, I'm, I've always been quite an outgoing person, so I've found job interviews, conversation a lot easier than, let's say, the, the actual, um, you know, be it sitting behind a desk and, and, and doing expenses or creating Excel spreadsheets, whatever that might be. But... Um, you know, I've had to, to work on that other part of, of my game, as it were, you know, and I think that, that you know, people have got to, you've got to put yourself out there. You've got to put yourself out there. You've got to take a good, hard, long look at yourself as well and say, if I was the CEO or the HR director or whatever it be of, of, of this company or, or that company, what am I seeing when, 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 when they look at me? What are they seeing when they look at me? You know, if the answer is, they're seeing a nice guy who's a uni graduate and got a two one on their course. There's your answer, you know. Then they're, they're you know, they've got ten thousand people like that. So you've got to have that get up and go attitude, and you've got to show them why you're different. And that's not just in person. That's through your CV, through your cover letter. You know, I've had, like I said, eight cover letters recently that are all exactly the same. You know, not one person has tried to to shine for me, to show me something different. Um, you know, and and again, maybe it's just me because I've had a different story that I look for that. I mean, again, please don't take my word as gospel, but you know, I I certainly 
um, you know, want to see something different when I when I look at a candidate, you know. So that would be my advice. Just get up, do as much as you can. You know, look, you've got plenty of time in, in the future to take summer holidays, to go out and have fun with your friends, you know. Use the time wisely. Don't wait till you've got your degree. You know, plan. Like, Ed, you're a great example. You know, you, 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 know, you were planning from the early days of when you started your course, you know, as to what to do post-career. You know, you talked to me. I know you talked to a lot of other people. Um, you know, you fought to get your opportunities, you know, and I think you're a, you're a great, um, you know, example. And I think that's why it's really great what you're doing here because, you know, you've got the experience to be able to pass this on to people. Um, you know, and I think that that's where hopefully universities that you work with students you work with they will um you know start to 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 understand that that this experience is vital you know and it's not just about the bit of paper you know um you know again i'd I'd, I'd probably like to to ask anyone who listens to your show how many times someone's ever checked you know a, a, a degree certificate or even asked for one you know, so not to, to push that down or say that it's not valuable. Of course, it is the experience you gain and, you know, it's an important qualification for life. But I guess my point is just because you've got a degree doesn't mean that someone owes you a job, you know, and you've got to If you start with that mentality, it's going to change the way that you look at the industry and you look at the, the roles that are out there. Paul, that is great. And thank you very much for the kind words. Now, how can people interact with you? How can they interact with me? I mean, obviously, we've got, um, you know, different ways. We've got our, our website. Um, you know, we've just launched a new website actually a couple of months ago. Going to be making some some uh, new announcements of some work we've been doing as well. So the website's pretty simple. It's www.entourage-global.com. Um, you know, please feel free to, to check that out. We're also on social media. Um, my business partner's quite uh, quite... Um, connected on the social side so there's always some 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 good content and some funny stuff coming across there again you can check us out on twitter and instagram with uh, entourage underscore sports with an s at the end um again it's, it's a good way to have a look at that and then again you know anybody that wants to um you know ask any questions um you know please feel free to to email ed you know again um happy to to to, to answer questions happy to engage with people i mean obviously i've got a business to run so i can't see uh you know see 20 people a day but happy to to even meet with some people you know if if, if someone's in the area and they want to grab a quick coffee and um, you know, again, a lot of people helped me in my journey. I'm happy to try and do the same thing. Um, you know, so please interact with Ed, you know, push, uh, uh, you know, push his stuff out there as well. You know, he's doing a great, a great um, duty for the industry. Um, and I think that people need to need to appreciate that. So, um, you know, please, please interact with Ed and, you know, whatever's needed from my side, I'm always happy to help. Paul, that is great. To all the listeners out there, all of Paul's links with regards to his website and social media feeds will be on my website related to this post. Paul, it's been a privilege. I've been taught by you in tennis once upon a time, a very long time ago, but it's been great chatting with you today. Thank you very much. Eddie, that's probably why you didn't end up, uh, you know, on tour of tennis either, unfortunately. One failed tennis player trying to teach the other one, but uh, no, look, mate, it's been, a, it's been a privilege, you know, knowing you and, uh, you know, I know you're, you're destined for great things, so just uh, keep plugging away and again, look, I hope I've, you know, managed to help a little bit and, you know, again, if any of my, uh, you know, comments help someone out there, I really, really hope they do and again, please feel free to get in touch. What a really interesting career journey by Paul. And I hope a lot of you out there, especially sports students who aspire to work in the sports industry, I hope you really take some of the tips on board 
what Paul mentioned. The one area that really highlighted in the show, which I wish I applied when I just graduated from Durham, was having a plan, having a strategy and having a goal. When you got that all into place, anything is possible. And I really do hope that all the sports students out there who are enjoying the summer break at the moment, take that time off to relax, but also reflect in what they want to do with regards to their career journey. As always, I like to finish with an inspirational quote from my guest speaker. Paul said, don't wait. Don't wait for anything, be a go-getter. In life, there are times where we wait for an opportunity to come to us, but in reality, nothing happens. So if you really want to pursue a career in the sports industry, you've got to get up, find it, and really work hard at it. Because by working hard, you will pursue the career dream you want to achieve.